Thank you for tuning in to the Restaurant Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, TK. Guys, today we've got a really awesome episode. This comes from a listener. Um, They asked me to keep their name anonymous, but uh, they emailed me this question and said, Tyler, I've got a few uh, potential high-performing team members on my team, and I believe a few of them have natural leadership tendencies. I wonder what you look for as signs of growth or leadership potential in your people. Something I've always been proud of is my ability to pinpoint natural leadership and being able to see potential in others that they may not even see themselves. And that's what really sets me apart. That's what sets most great leaders apart as well is their ability to see that potential and execute and allow them and show them the way to to reach that potential. That's how you make long-term mentorships. That's how you, you know, know each other your whole life and you make that big of an impact on somebody. Um, They're going to tend to remember you. Anyways, um, I want to go over a few characteristics that I look for in a high performing team member. And I want to talk a little more about just what I look for and when I look at a person and their leadership potential or growth potential as well, because not everybody has to be a leader. Uh, The first one is patience. And these are in no particular order. They're not, you know, in any importance, but patience was the first thing that came to mind. And typically most people that have growth or leadership potential have a pretty good degree of patience. They are not trying to rush through things just to get them done. They enjoy the process more than the destination. And they're more patient with their people, their coworkers, their bosses, their families. They tend to be a way more patient than those without a high degree of growth or leadership potential. The second one is commitment to their team. And this is kind of general. Um, But somebody who has growth or leadership potential has this innate drive, this this drive to do well and to commit to the team that they are on. They understand that they cannot achieve things solo, at least with as much ease as if you were a part of a team. Um, It's much easier to reach a goal when you're a group of people versus a solo mature. So someone that has commitment to their team and a lot of that goes into it, right? They show up uh, on time, dress for success. They are always helping each other out. Um, Teamwork is something that they just do naturally. They help others out when they're struggling. Um, They try to give tips and advice on how to reach that common goal. And they understand the concept of the common goal. The third characteristic I look for is integrity. Uh, Somebody who has growth potential and leadership potential needs to have integrity. And if I was to choose one most important characteristic, it would be that. Um, We've got a lot of stuff in this society, but one thing that holds true is someone's word. If you say you're going to do something, follow through with it. Um, And there's a lot of meanings to integrity. 
the most common definition that I hear a lot is doing the right thing when no one is looking, uh, even when no one is looking. And if I was to put that in my own words, having integrity means doing the right thing because it's the right thing. It doesn't matter if anybody's watching or not. You have, if you have true integrity, you don't care if they're watching or if it's in secret or if it's on national television, if it's the right thing to do, people with integrity, they do it. The fourth characteristic I have is positive outlook. Somebody who has a general positive outlook on life, on their career, on their future, on people, on the work. I mean, just optimistic. And yes, you know, people go through these waves in their lives where you're not optimistic the whole time. I mean, it's people have moods and emotions and people are people. But someone has that positive outlook, someone that when they walk into a room, they kind of bring that energy, that positive vibe to the rest of them. And it's contagious and you can feel it. And that's typically the first obvious sign that someone has growth or leadership potential is that positive vibe that they give out. And if you recall my last episode, I talked about emotional contagion and how it is contagious and the way people feel can leak on to others. Um, I have high standards in here. High standards is a characteristic that is very important to me and somebody that is being looked at for a leadership position or somebody that has leadership potential. Somebody that has innate high standards is going to be tremendously way ahead of the next guy that doesn't. And the reason I say this is because high standards is one of the most important things to have as a leader. You have to have high standards for your life, for your career, for your future, for your family, for yourself, um, and everything you do. And if you want to be an effective, evolved leader, you have to have high standards yourself as well. Some other kind of things I look for um, are the way that people think. And before I even begin development talks with somebody that has, you know, potential to be a shift manager or an assistant or a GM, I have a lot of conversations with them. I talk to them as people and I want to know who they are and how they think and how they react and how they, you know, involve themselves in their lives and what their outlook on uh, life is what their outlook on people are. Um, and the number one thing I look for is they understand that we are in the people business. Um, if you work in a restaurant or a hotel or Best Buy, <laughs> you are in the people business. If you are a leader in any field in the world, you Yes, do lead people in a specific industry, but you are in the business of people. Um, someone who understands that attitude trumps skill. When I look for a potential um, manager, 95% of the leaders that have been all-stars that I can think of um, just off the top of my head, all of them were internally promoted. There have been, there's one, 
two that I can think of, two people in particular that have been in management roles under me that have that I personally have not promoted, but they turned out to be freaking awesome. And one of them, you know, she runs her own restaurant now and super proud of her. Um, but someone who has no restaurant experience, but a great attitude tends to make an amazing leader. And something I found out and I've been testing with my current position as a director is we um, were hiring new general managers for a couple of our restaurants in the Midwest region. I have always, always hired general managers. Like it's got to be a requirement to have restaurant experience. This time I said, look, it kind of worked in the past. This is a new age. People are changing industries. People are changing their lives. What's so hard about taking a management, a leader from another industry and applying them to the restaurant industry? And so I did just that. I hired two general managers that had no restaurant experience. They had business experience. I have found a lot of really interesting insights on by doing this number one i have found that they approach situations from a different standpoint and me i've been a restaurant guy my whole life Um, i've ran a pressure washing business for a year and a half but besides that i've been in restaurants and that's kind of all i know (laughs) and it's really cool to see situations being approached from a different perspective and they're way more effective. Some of them are, you know, not the greatest solutions, but they're trying. Um, the second thing I've noticed is uh, exhaustion. <laughs> After the first week of training, I had both of these ladies say, "Man, this this is a demanding industry," and it absolutely is. But I always remind them it, it's like getting a new workout plan. You know, when you first enter the restaurant industry, man, your feet are going to be sore. Uh, you are going to want to pass out after your long closing shift and you got to wake up the next day and do it again. I mean, it's, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. It does take a specific type of resilience to be a great restaurant leader. But anyways, um, these two ladies have been doing an amazing job really taking on full force and one of them have been through some of the worst shifts I've ever seen in my entire life and she's still staying strong and staying positive so what more can you ask for right um somebody who shows that they're a leader in their current position already someone who takes that initiative to better the restaurant or the guest experience and just because that's just what they do they just do extra and they do it because it's the right thing to do again that leads me back to the integrity part um they're eager to learn and be challenged when a new lto rolls out or a new contest these the potentials the leader the ones with leadership potential are the first ones that say let's do this we've got this let's figure out a way to crush our competition let's figure out a way to make this LTO rollout the best it's ever been. Like they've got that excitement and no one is what, you know, it's not in the job description to be excited about LTOs or to try to find solutions to make, make the competition 
is so much better than the other restaurants. It's not in the job description. So somebody who goes above and beyond just because it's just who they are, they tend to have the highest leadership potential. And at the end of the day, that kind of sums it up as just a passion, you know, somebody who has a passion for the job, a passion for the industry and a passion for our guests and our food quality and the speed of service and, you know, corporate and advancement opportunity. I mean, they have a passion for it all and they just love it. Someone who actively grows each and every day. Someone who approaches you about promotion opportunities and they ask for ways to get there. That gets me so excited. So excited when that happens to me. And it happens to me now. It happened to me a few weeks ago. Uh, I had this uh, server approach me and say, Tyler, I've been serving for about 10 years and I would really like to talk about what I can do to become a certified trainer. And um, just a backstory, uh, certified trainer is a position and program that I just enacted in this company, uh, eight months ago. And it's not been, you know, there've been certified trainers in the past, but it's just been like a, Hey, you're great at this. Here's a name tag. Now I'm taking it into more of a learning opportunity. We go through a few classes. Um, got a system to follow all that stuff. Anyways, they approached me and asked and people who take that first step and that, and that ownership in their own personal and professional development are the ones that will always do that. I was one of them as well. Uh, whenever I was first hired on, my first job was at Firehouse Subs. And uh, you know, it was slow. It was a sub place. But I had this innate drive to just go full force and be the best I can. So I started asking, can I do schedules? Can I learn how to do the inventory? Can I learn how to do the truck orders? Can I learn how to do this, this, and this? And I was just getting paid minimum wage. And back then that was like seven bucks an hour. <laughs> um, yes, but I was getting paid nothing. And eventually they saw that and I got promoted as a shift manager at 16. And I was closing the restaurant five days a week. I would go to high school. Uh, as soon as I got out at three, I would go back home, change, go close a restaurant. <laughs> It was, it was actually really nice. And I felt really in my, in my element and I've always felt like that in the restaurant industry. It's always been my element. Um, other things that people show that have growth or leadership potential is they help others without being asked, seeing somebody really full force, use teamwork to the fullest potential and help each other without even saying a word. You know, if they see another server is um, really, you know, got triple sat and they haven't got a chance to get their drinks for table eight, the servers that go over and help that server out are the ones that have that leadership potential. Same thing with cooks. If the cooks are looking over the other side and you have a new guy who's really getting buried, I mean, the tickets are still coming out of the printer and they're not even on the line yet. Uh, we've all been there. Um, you know, those 17 foot long ticket trails. Oh man, I'm getting some flashbacks right now. <laughs> oh, those are some good times. Um, you know, and then they see them, they're, they're drowning and they just go over there and help them without even saying anything. They go, Hey, I'm here to help you out. Let's get this knocked out real quick and let's get back to it. And they just keep a cool head about it. Uh, they never say no to a challenge. Um, they're, they're not afraid to fail and they're, they understand that in order to learn and to be better, they have to fail first and then they learn and they just never make that mistake again. 
and something that you could do that would be able to help you if you have this potential employee that you are really just on the fence about do you want to make them a manager do you want to invest that time because it is a time investment guys and gals it's you're going to be putting hours of your life in hopes that this gut feeling about someone's leadership potential is right provide small steps the crew member life cycle is important and it's important because it allows you to one see how people react in a position of authority on a smaller scale and number two is going to allow them to see if they like it or not so some uh, suggestions and it's very it's industry standard is from a crew member they go up to a trainer from a trainer they go up to a supervisor or an hourly member some people call them collared shirts some people will call them red shirt i don't know whatever you call them uh, those hourly managers or supervisors that is going to be the key part and i think it's important to talk with your person and saying it's okay if you are doing this for a few months and you decide that's really not the route you want to take i don't want you being burnt out and ultimately quitting if you don't like this let's talk and see if we can't work past it and if we can't then i'd be more than happy to have you back as a, as a certified trainer and we can start it again in a few years um, the worst thing I, that just upsets me not really upsets me it just kind of annoys me is people just are not very open about what they want in life and they think they have to say yes to everything just to get ahead in fact you don't be true to yourself because in the end of the day even if you say no to that promotion if you know that it's right in your heart that's not what you're meant to do or what you want to do you're going to thank yourself years from now um, as opposed to just being that yes man and going into it and three years from now getting burnt out and quitting and having to start all over again <laughs> um, but anyways you know, looking for signs of growth or leadership potential. I just want to kind of go through these again just as a recap. And I'll let you guys get back to your day. Um, number one, patience. Someone who has that patience to um, just keep in their cool head and understanding that things take time. Commitment to their team and teamwork. Someone who has integrity. Someone that's got that optimistic and positive outlook. Someone that has high standards for themselves and for others in their lives. Uh, typically have... A really great percentage of being a good leader um, people that understand that attitude trumps skill someone who shows that they're a leader in their current position already someone who actively grows themselves and develops and takes control of their own development someone who helps others without being asked um, oh i skipped this one they're dependable and reliable <laughs> Uh, it's kind of a given, you know, if, if you're looking at somebody as a potential future manager, they've, they've, that's all the basics. They've got to be dependable and reliable. Uh, they never say no to a challenge. Um, they're not afraid to fail. And ultimately at the end of the day, you know, truly in your gut, if someone's got that leadership potential and the great thing about leadership is it's not purely just natural talents leadership can be taught that's why i have this podcast that's why i started this facebook group that you can join evolve restaurant leadership 
Anyways, we're nearing the end of our time, folks. I hope you had a fantastic listen. Um, and hopefully you use some of these talking points and thoughts on picking out your next potential manager and leader and supervisor and certified trainer. And just pay a little closer attention to your people. See if those quiet B players are truly just A players in disguise. TK out.